Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi and welcome along to AFTV Transfer Daily, the show that keeps you up to date with players that have been linked with a summer transfer and moved to Arsenal. Uh, first of all, forget the show underway, got to say congratulations going out to Ethan Enwenieri, who scored a hat-trick yesterday for Arsenal um, under-21s as they beat Leicester under-21s by four goals to one. What a talent this kid is. It was so important that Arsenal tied him down to a new contract. Remember, there was loads of teams circling for his signature. Remember, he became Arsenal's youngest ever Premier League starter at the age of 15 years old, still only 16 and scoring hat-tricks in the under-21 games. A truly talented player that hopefully in the future we'll see in the first team. So, bodes very well for him, but well done to him. Um, talking of uh, players that have come through the academy, following Balogun. Seems like every team is after him right now. I mean, there's so many teams that are desperate to try and get a striker in. Um, and he seems to be top of the list for many um, teams. I spoke yesterday about how Tottenham were interested in him and made an inquiry to Arsenal, but were they backed out when they learnt the price, which was way higher than what Arsenal were looking to charge everybody else. They put a Tottenham tax on it. Well, now Chelsea are interested in signing Balogun, according to reports. Um, they've made an inquiry about Balogun as well, and they're serious as well about trying to sign him. Of course, Nkunku is out for them. They've signed Nicholas Jackson, but they want another striker in at the club, um, and they've made an inquiry about Balogun. No news yet as to the sort of price they'll be quoted. No news yet as to whether Arsenal would you know, sell Balogun to Chelsea. And I put the question to you guys the other day, should we be selling somebody like a Balogun to a Tottenham? Um, and, and, and reading through the comments, most of you seem to say, well, you know what, sell him, but at a really, really high price. So I'm putting a question to you again today with regards to Chelsea. Listen, we have done business with Chelsea. We, we, we bought um, Havertz this year. We bought Jorginho off of them. You know, I mean, they've taken players off of us. So it's not like a uh, Tottenham where we just don't do business with them. How much would you sell Balogun to Chelsea for? Should we be selling Balogun to Chelsea? As that's the other question I want to know. So let me know in the comments. Um, Monaco, who did put a £34 million bid in for Balogun, said to be ready in another bid and that they're going to come back in for him. But it's going to be really interesting. This was one that's been going rumbling on the whole transfer window. They were into Milan, were interested in him. But it's nobody's really yet come up with that £50 million, which Arsenal are seeking 
for Balogun. Um, Jao Cancelo, we've spoken about several times on the show. Um, he seems to be nearing a move to Barcelona. If you're looking at all the reports uh, from Brizio Romano, many other people saying now that he's closing in on this move to um, Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona look like they might be able to get him on a loan deal with an option, well, not an option, an obligation to buy him at the end of that. He wants to go to Barcelona. Possibilities still of Arsenal, but um, it does look like he's heading to Barcelona. Cancelo is a brilliant player. Cancelo, Cancelo would come in and do a, a, a great job, especially on the back of the timber injury. The only thing I think with a Cancelo thing is he's 29 now. So he is getting a little bit older, 29 now. It's a high fee if, you know, um, and again, that's even if City would want to sell him to us because right now Manchester City have really changed their attitude with regards to selling their players to Arsenal after giving us Jesus and Zinchenko. So it looks like we might miss out on him. Um, we could miss out on Pavard as well. Spoke about Benjamin Pavard yesterday. Let's be real. We've not been ahead in the race, but there's been talk that Arsenal could move in and do a possible hijack. Pavard wants to leave Bayern Munich. His preferred destination's been Manchester United, but it's looking doubtful that he's going to go to United because of um, they haven't been able to get rid of uh, Harry Maguire, so they're lacking on funds a bit. Inter Milan are the team that are right ahead of everybody in getting this deal done. But should Arsenal mount a serious hijack to try and get Pavard in. Remember, Urian Timber, don't expect to see him, well, at least until 2024, if at all. Um, because as I said yesterday, a lot of times with our ACL injury, it's the season. It's the season gone, really. Um, so don't expect to see him, but let, let's, let's wait and see who we're going to get, if anybody, as a replacement. I saw this rumour today and I was like, this, this is the craziest rumour I've seen all summer. A story coming out of Turkey that uh, Galatasaray are interested in signing Thomas Partey. Now, it's claimed that um, Galatasaray have been told that Arsenal are willing to sell him for around about £12 million. However, they're only willing to offer £8.5 million, which is about €10 million Euros, to sign him. Now, are they are they going crazy? <laughs> I mean, all right, listen, I know Thomas Partey's 30, right? But have they not seen the prices that these defensive midfielders are going for right now? Liverpool just bought a 30-year-old defensive midfielder um, in that endo, and they've paid 30 million for him, right? Um, you've seen Declan Rice, 105 million, 115 million for Caicedo. Now, I know they're way, way younger, but Thomas Partey for 12 million, but you're only willing to pay 8.5. As we say in London, do one. <laughs> no chance. Absolutely no chance. I mean, if Arsenal sold Thomas Partey for 12 million, there'd be a serious dereliction of duty. And, and I don't think he's a say for sale at all. You've seen already how important he's been. He's played nearly all the games on preseason. He played uh, last week at right back. He's a very important player for Arsenal right now. They're not in the hunt by the looks of it for a defensive midfielder. They didn't go in for Lavia. They didn't attempt to go in for Caicedo. They haven't gone for, say, an Amrabat. They haven't gone for none of these players. So Thomas Partey not going to be moving anywhere. I don't know where that rumour came from, but it's out there today. Absolutely ridiculous. 
Um, also, as we know, been after Mohamed Simakan of RB Leipzig. He was sort of the plan B to Yuri and Timber. We went and got Yuri and Timber. Um, there's been talk this week that Arsenal may move back for Simakan. But the uh, the manager of RB Leipzig saying that there's no plans to sell him and there's no offers. He didn't rule it out completely, though. But, you know, he's talking about Simakan. He was talking about Olmo. He's another player who's been linked heavily to Manchester City and saying, listen, at this moment in time, they're both important players for us and uh, no plans really to sell them. But still a while to go until that window shuts on the 1st of September. Ansu Fati is another player that's been heavily linked. We reported about it yesterday how Arsenal have made an approach to uh, an inquiry to find out about his availability. There's a lot of talk that Barcelona are willing to sell him. There's even talk that the player himself now, who didn't really want to leave before, is now willing to leave. However, um, if you speak, you listen to Xavi, the manager of um, Barcelona, he's still insisting that, you know, um, Ansu Fati is a big part of their plans. I, I, he says something different every time, Xavi. Um, the other day he said, listen, he could still leave. I, I think if the price is right, Ansu Fati could move on um, this uh, September the 1st or by September the 1st. It's one that we're going to have to keep an eye on. And here's one that this, this is not a rumor that's out there today. This is one that's coming from me. And I wanted to get your view on this one. Pedro Neto. Now, a couple of seasons ago, Arsenal were heavily in for Pedro Neto. I think they bid around about £50 million. It was turned down. Um, he ended up staying at Wolves and we didn't get him. He's had a really injury hit last two seasons. I think shortly after we were looking to get him, he, he suffered a bad knee injury, kept him out for a long time. Last season... Um, suffered a, an ankle injury, kept him out for a long time. He only made 17 appearances. He had uh, no goals, no assists, right? So when you look at those stats, you think to yourself, injuries, no goals, no assists. Mm, why would we want him? But watching him last week against Manchester United, he looked like he was back to his explosive best. He was quick, he was explosive. He gave all sorts of problems down that right wing. And I was looking on it and thinking... This guy, maybe Arsenal should go back in for him again. And I want to get your opinion on it. He, he's a right winger. We need a player that can be a backup to Saka. It's the one part of the field that worries me at Arsenal, where I think I don't think we've got adequate cover. We've got players who can fill in there, like Fabio Vieira. You could put, you know, Smith Rowe over there. Um, you could possibly say Reese Nelson, who, you know, obviously he could, but Neto for me. Twenty-eight million pounds is what he's valued at, and I reckon you probably get him for less because right now Wolves are in a lot of financial trouble. I, I think if you came in with the right offer, they'd sell. He'd want to go. Come, you know. Now Arsenal got Champions League football as well. Plays on the right wing, as I said. I think this is just my personal opinion. I think Arsenal should make an inquiry about Pedro Neto. Now I want to get your views on it. I know we've been linked with lots of other players like Mohamed Kudos and that. Neto knows the Premier League inside out and Neto would fit Arsenal perfectly. If something happened to Saka, you've got Neto. You've got Neto on one wing, Martinelli on the other wing. Who'd want to face that? So I, I, it's my opinion, but I really wanted to find out from you guys. I know a lot of you are probably going to come at me for this one, right? Saying he's injury prone. Do we need another injury prone player? But Pedro Neto, if we could get him, say we could get him, 25, 20, 25 million. 
is it worth Arsenal making a move for him? There was another player as well I was thinking of, Wilfred Nonto, who's at the moment sort of almost on strike at Leeds, um, not wanting to play because uh, Everton are trying to sign him. He's around the 20, 25 million as well, right winger. I was really impressed with him last season as well. Could he be an option for, you know, a backup to Saka? I'm just putting it out there. Would love to get your guys' opinion. Listen, thanks for watching the show today. Uh, don't forget we'll be here tomorrow morning, so make sure you check it out. We are here every day as we've been every day of the summer so far, right up until the window closes on the 1st of September. You not miss a thing. Also, check out all of our preview shows around the Crystal Palace game, also the Invincible podcast, all of our excellent content, and my review of this brand-new Arsenal shirt, the third kit. Um, you can check it all out here on the channel. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you tomorrow. Podcast Network.